Hi. Hello. This is Jess, and this is my Whitney. And we're back for the second episode, finally. I know I was supposed to put it out like two weeks ago, but, you know, whoever really, who, who actually does things on time these days? I know. Plus, everything's delayed because of the snowstorm. (laughs) (laughs) We were, not only were businesses closed, but so were our brains. Yeah, for the past, like, three days. (laughs) I, I like that. I like that reason to not... To not um, record for two weeks straight always, because we blame, were iced in for three days. <laughs> I always blame stuff on the weather. That's a pretty good tactic. Yeah. Yeah. They can't argue. Not if they were there for it. Nope. Um, okay, so today, so today's topic, um, I want to go over burnout. And I got so excited after our last episode that I, um, I did like four or five pages of research over burnout and I forgot that I like I want to laugh sometimes I feel like I just wrote like a essay (laughs) like a five page essay over burnout and routine I know when you were showing me it you were like all right it's gonna be this page and you opened up the journal like like a normal book and I was like oh this page too yeah okay okay um I just cut up a jalapeno what? <laughs> what? But when I was looking for my notebook, I found a jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> it's a jalapeno. It's a jalapeno. No. Anyways, <laughs> I, I literally just found it in a in a box on the ground. And I was like, oh, yeah, I brought this jalapeno home from Rosa's so that way I could harvest the seeds out of it. And so I took it to the kitchen because I didn't want it to rot and then all the seeds rot. So I went ahead and cut it open and harvested all the seeds out of it. And they're on a plate over there. But um, I think I picked my nose two seconds ago. I didn't go. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go like super deep in there. I just gave it a little itch. And now my nose is on fucking fire. I was wondering where that story was going. I thought you were trying to do a, like, oh, you caught on fire. Okay, and burnout. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but no. (laughs) Yeah, my nose is really burning. On the topic of burning, burnout. There we go. Um, so, (sighs) let me just roll right into it then. Burnout. I have experienced burnout before, unfortunately. Um, I, it sucks. Well, before, what is burnout? What have is you ever your been definition? Burnt out? Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> of shit, <course>. Um <laughs> But, like, what's the definition? Um, it is, well, look, uh, funny you should ask. <laughs> Did you write it down? <laughs> because I wrote it down right here. Um, I don't know what that says. Who it? it? Mm, okay, so burnout is a syndrome—a syndrome conceptualized as a result from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. So, give me an example of 
one time that you were burnt out. My nose is fucking on fire. <laughs> Stop touching it. I can't. <laughs> um, in a workplace, um, let's see. I would have to say when I, um, I worked with kids for about three years, and. Working with kids, like, in the beginning, it was so much fun. Like, I... It was one of the longest jobs I've ever had. Um, I was a teacher at a point. Like, not in a grade school, but, like, at the daycare. And I had my own class. And I taught them, like, ABCs and stuff like that. We would have, like, a letter or two letters of the week um, that we would work on. Or colors and stuff like that. And... It was a lot of fun in the beginning, and then I moved, and I tried um, a different daycare, and it just, it wasn't the same, but it was, it was at the same time. It was just different people that I was working with and for, and so pretty much, like, after that, it was around that, like, third year of me working with kids... I just was over it. If a kid was whining about needing their diaper change, I wanted to tell him, if you can tell me you need your diaper change, you can go sit on the damn toilet. Period. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was just, everything was annoying me. I, I was getting, like, short-tempered inside. I would never, like, took it out on the kids or the workplace itself. I, I did a lot of internally and I think that's where my burnout can get the best of me is, is like, I will not take it out on my boss or anything like that. I will hold it inside, inside, and then just burst one day and be like, I'm never working at a daycare again. Like, and that's what happened. <laughs> that's generally what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you had burnout? Yeah, I had burnout. My nose is burning out. <laughs> okay, but like, really, I cannot breathe out of my nose. <laughs> That's too damn bad. It hurts. Um, yeah, so I had burnout um, earlier this, uh, earlier last year, around like April time, I was working out a job and had a salon and, you know, I just... I got fed up. I was working my ass off. I got... Oh, that's what it... Sorry. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'll take any opportunity to touch your boob. Um, Sorry. Uh, When we moved into this house, we got COVID. Yep. And it was, like, immediately after, and I was, like, freaking out because I didn't know how we were going to pay our bills. And so I was out for, like considering that all of my days that I worked were bunched up together and I had like three days off in a row at the beginning of the week I found out I had COVID right before the beginning of my week started so I was out for an entire week which and then like another two sorry my nose um you know what I think I had like strep or something and then like I was out for, like, a week, and then I was like, oh, hell, we're about to move, like, and then we moved, and then, like, like, a week or two later, we got COVID, and then I was out for another week, so I was out for a good, like, two or three weeks, almost, and 
but not all together, but it was like spaced out in a way where I w- we were like struggling with bills a little bit. And then you had just left your job um, where you were having to travel to Austin. Mm -hmm. Um, So you were in the middle of finding another job. And it was just like a really rough time. And so in order to make up for missing time, I worked for... I worked nine hours a day for two weeks straight. Which is nothing I've... I've done that before in like my previous job... Excuse me. My previous jobs when I wasn't in a hair salon... But, um, unfortunately, I had never done that in a salon, which is totally different whenever you're having to stand on your feet. First of all, wear trendy looking clothing, which includes like sometimes like a little bit, uh, like they would get onto us if we would wear anything that was gym attire. So, you know, gym shoes are really, really comfortable, mm-hmm. um, but we weren't allowed to wear those for our long-ass standing shifts. So I worked for, like, two, two and a half-ish weeks in shoes that I was not 100% comfortable in, nine hours a day. I was fully booked up, so I was nine hours just doing, like, rolling and rolling. At the end of those two weeks, I think I even called out one day during those two weeks, and you know, I did make up a lot of money. I think I brought in like 3000 in two weeks, but I was so strung out that I could hardly like, like it was, it was becoming increasingly hard to wake up in the morning and feel like, like, remember my purpose. And mm-hmm. I was so pissed off at everything. I was, I was lashing out. I remember I sent a really pissed off email to my CEO. No, it wasn't my CEO. Um, I sent a a pissed off email to like our HR representative because the company I was at was also going through a lot of changes and had just told us that they were going to cut back commission while also increasing our prices. And they were also cutting down, they were cutting off bonuses in exchange for paid time off. But I didn't know they were cutting off paid Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cutting off bonuses to give us paid time off, but they cut off the bonuses and then they were in the transition era of giving us paid time off. So we had neither. And that it became really, really hard to wake up in the morning. I just kind of added a little bit on to the, I was like waking up and asking myself, like, why am I working for a company that doesn't care about me? They wouldn't, that, I, it was when I found out they also weren't going to help me financially with any sick pay whenever I really had COVID and I felt like shit and you felt like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you got the worst of it. Like you thought you were dying and probably should have gone to the emergency room, but we didn't take you. Um, and it just there was no help. I thought I was where at the time I I praised my company. I loved it. But then like I just I was working in an environment where the company really wasn't coming through for me as much as I felt like I was coming through for it. Um, which stumbled me down a really tough path of being burnt out, miserable, pissed off, taking it out on other people on my HR representative who had to sit me down and be like listen we need you Jess we can't I was like I remember telling them I was like I think I'm gonna quit fuck you guys and then they were like we need you Jess we need you to come through the company's going through some changes but we're gonna pull through in the end and I fucking believed them too anyways I'm still a little pissed off about it too 
Yeah. I could have gotten a head start at another salon if I would have just made the leap then. And we wouldn't have had to struggle this as much this, this uh, what was it, December? So when you were going through that burnout period, were you burnt out at your workplace or for your career? Because I know you've mentioned to me before, like, why am I doing hair? Was it because of the workplace you oh, were at? Oh, uh, yeah. Because of, um, like, the career itself? I do think that I was becoming so frustrated every morning having to get my ass up and go in at whatever the fuck o'clock that I just I was like I don't even want to do hair I want to go to work at a corporate office and I like go invest my time and money there because I know plenty of people who make like a shit ton of money I know but that's this when you were saying that um during that time frame I'm like this chick like yes you do make money but you feel like absolutely like a nobody they could replace you within a second. What you're doing in hair and stuff, you can't be replaced like that. Like, yeah, there's constantly people going to cosmetology school, but not everybody has the same skill set you do. Yeah, um, and I, th- I've had to weigh in all options, all pros and cons, especially in every time period where I end up really burnt out, I'll sit there and I'll contemplate, like... I really want to leave. I really want to do something new. I started saying, um, I'm really good at doing hair, but how many other things am I good at that I don't know about? Because I've never, I've worked at Starbucks and I've worked, I've worked in the hair industry and I was a receptionist for a little while, but it was like three months. Yeah. Like, and I was not good at that, by the way. I was a shitty receptionist and I would do anything to erase that time because I feel like I really sucked but no you go ahead okay (laughs) I was just gonna say I feel like it's not always about like whether you're good at something it also is like what do I enjoy and like for instance I'm not I just tried working at Starbucks recently and I was not good at that shit at all I did not enjoy it I really did not. And I knew it wasn't the place for me. But so then going back into that finding a job mindset, I was like, okay, what is something that maybe like I wasn't even thinking, I wasn't even asking the question, what am I good at? I was asking the question, what do I enjoy that I wouldn't mind going to work every day and not reach that burnout spot because I think that's what gets me so often is that I get burnt out on a job because it could be drama in the workplace it could be um anything like just the pay the management management oh I have a whole list of things that play into it oh what leads up to it wait hold hold fast know i do all this research just so that way i cannot find flip it nope that's routine okay well oh fine. okay so yeah go ahead um 
Okay. Things that contribute. Demanding schedule, bad management, toxic work environment, bad pay, mistreatment, and taking on too much work on your own. Was that any of those? Yeah. I feel like through all the jobs that I've seen you have, one of the biggest things I've seen you, like, just like call it quits on and not I'm not saying like call it no, quits yeah. like you've like flipped the switch of I'm over this with it was because of bad management and the reason and it wouldn't even be directly towards me what gets in my head is myself and hearing a little gossip thing about what other employees are saying like if I'm going to work I don't want to hear about how our manager is so horrible and does all these horrible things or has done all these horrible things to that person because then I get in the mindset when they the manager could have been completely nice to me and I get it that doesn't excuse them for being mean to the other person or doing something that that other person didn't like but I would get that little person that other employee's voice like in my head and I would create these scenarios of like oh my gosh so if I make this wrong move they're gonna threaten to fire me or something like that like why do I why am I gonna put myself in that position when I know that's gonna happen and I do this whole mind reading thing which always gets me like fucked over because I end up just quitting rather than, and like, I, I quit thinking I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or, like, hearing the gossip from the other employees. And... I feel like you get burnt out very fast. I get bored very fast, and I think there's a difference. Yeah. I think there's some stuff that I just don't yeah. want to even give a chance where I, I don't even, but I, I'm, I've been working on that. So I've been giving things longer chances, a fair chance. And if it doesn't work out, then that's fine. Not everything's made for you. True. Um, so let's go over the, um, the sim, like the, the signs of burnout. Um, aside from our like individual experience, experiences generally what leads up to it is neglecting yourself um it includes pretty reduced this is what i listed um reduced productivity detachment fatigue anxiety i remember i had like on the daily anxiety attacks but i mean it doesn't help that i i come like my daily package comes with anxiety and in that high stress those high stress moments it was like I could not handle it and I think that's really hard for people that do struggle with anxiety because work itself already gives people natural anxiety yeah and then when you have like an anxiety disorder it makes it 10 times more intense Mm -hmm. and it's just like like I don't know it just makes it so much harder and to find that motivation to like keep going let me see so it also has um did i also wrote detachment difficulty concentrating um and this is all like little bullet points i pulled them off of ada.com which is americans disability association so they have like a whole section where you can go on 
you can go on there and really look into like some resources that'll help you like oh i did put that in there actually there's some resource a resource some resource material that I put in here that I really want to go over later that I thought was really cool. Is it, like, stuff that'll help you get out of burnout? Or, like... No, it's, like, to help you work through it and, like... Okay. Hold on. Um, Negativity in the workplace... Oh, wait, no. Um, A good sign is negativity. Like, if you're showing... I was negative. I was negative negative Nancy. All the time, whenever I was burnt out. Um, Low commitment. I am such a committed person. I will sit down and do any task given to me for long, periodically times. I wanted you to laugh there. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember her? For a long, periodically time. Um, I was was wondering in my head, I'm like, is that a word? (laughs) You're like, like, did she say right? (laughs) Um... So, uh, I would like, I, I, I'm committed. I'm a committed hard worker. And in the, the like two times in the last year that I became extremely burnt out, I was ready to jump off. I was ready to leave. I was waiting for the little thing that would set me off before I walked off of my job. Um, highly irritable. Yes. Cynicism. Which I'm, I'm hoping I say that right. Do you know what that is? No. Um, that is the belief that... Um, have you ever heard somebody call somebody cynical? No. Oh. Well, it's the belief that other everything that somebody does is done to benefit themselves. So, um, I didn't hear it until I started playing this Cult of the Lamb game. <laughs> uh, well, I heard it whenever I was doing this research, but you get these little characters that are very cynical and um therefore it's harder to get their loyalty because they believe like say i believe that you only ever um i don't know i don't know it's tough to come up with a example but so they only do things to benefit themselves yeah Say there's somebody, but not that that's it's not like that is the fact it's that somebody believes that like, like, say, I believe everything that they do, uh, X person does, they, they're they only doing it to benefit themselves. They're not doing yeah. it out of the good of their heart. Yeah. Um, headaches. I remember I was constantly, I had a really bad headache for days on end. I had migraines, um, muscle tension, and difficulty sleeping. I remember in that time period, I was getting, like, five or six hours of sleep and which sounds like a lot to some people but i usually get like eight or nine and Mm -hmm. it adds up yeah especially whenever you wake up in the morning and you have to go to bed uh go to work for like nine ten hours a day (sighs) anyways um it's really good to like measure where you're at i've found i'm gonna i'm gonna look at the microwave micro (laughs) the microphone while i talk to it um so that way the listeners know that i'm talking to them um so that there's really good ways to measure how burnt out you are um there's a low moderate and high phase which includes 
your engagement levels, your exhaustion levels, stress levels, and just seeing how manageable they are. Like, if you feel like you're showing up to work and you're, like, frustrated, but it's fine, you're at a low phase. If you're starting to stress out a little bit more than usual, like, say you have, like, a project or something due, Mm -hmm. um, and it's really not getting any traction it's just not moving the way that you want it to um that would be like a moderate phase um act accordingly um and then there are there is the high phase which i think is where i was at where i was showing every single symptom and what was i like Mm. like okay (laughs) so you know how when most women are on their period yeah like they can be a little moody they can i can be rough on my period yeah (laughs) i'm sorry Mm -hmm. you you were it was intense and it it made me stress because i feel for other people and when you came home stressed and like or like Let's say one of those days you called in and then you're like, I'm going to have to make up this for the next three weeks and have no days off. And I'm like, yeah, that's completely healthy. And you would just not listen to me. And you were like, I don't know. It was just you were trying your best. But and I saw that. But it was also like. Your, your like, necessities, like, how it says in there, is, was so messed up. Like, your priorities. Hmm. Like, you were just like, I just need to get to work. Like, but then also, I do not want to be at work. And meanwhile, I'm like, it's, it's like, you go to work, and you probably think about not wanting to be there, and then you come home, and you're thinking about work, and it's just like this, oh, you know what? That is a very good a very good point to bring out. So, um, so seven. Uh, where did it go? Um, okay, how to escape burnout? Well, is that skipping over too much, or are we just not moving fast enough? Maybe we're not. It's fine. Oh well, you know what? Okay. Once you jump, once you're burnt out, I um I found this off of menshealth.com, hmm. by the way. Don't so, they have a magazine? Um, or maybe is that that's men's how do you magazine? know that they're only for men? Huh? You're, you're not supposed to know about that. <laughs> I've only seen a men's thing at like a doctor. Oh, cool. So you know your place. Not to read. <laughs> it's for men only. <laughs> okay, so let's begin with self care. Period. Light a fucking candle. I wrote you twat. Oh my gosh. Um, it's romantic. It's wholesome. It smells nice. You don't have one? Go spend some money on one. Period. Mahogany teakwood. Period. Um, uh, I can't think of one off my head, but anything but that. Period. <gasps> That hurt. I'm just kidding. Sometimes whenever you spray, like, the room spray. That can or you be a light little the candle, You have mahogany teakwood Everything. perfume. <laughs> you have mahogany teakwood. I think you... Do you have the deodorant? Uh, it's It smells like it, yeah. I think Bath and Body Works sells a mahogany teakwood 
deodorant. I've been keeping that one from you. I'm sorry. Um, you don't have the body wash, but I feel like no. you want it. I would want anything mahogany teak wood. Of course you would. If they made a clothing line that would smell. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> what would it look like? Like the, the dark brown with like lighter brown. Mm. Like okay. the monochrome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It'd be very skater boyish, but like not too much. It'd be like skater boy meets artist. I feel like Mahogany Teakwood is businessman. No. You know what? It's versatile man. I am Mahogany Teakwood. <gasps> That's a pretty name, Mahogany. Oh my god. Well, you're kind of right, actually. That is! <laughs> Um, okay, so here are some things that I found off of mindful.org that I thought were pretty interesting um, and really good points, actually, to escape the burnout. So one thing I feel like a lot of us are actually very guilty of is um, checking your email from, like, the moment you wake up. I love checking my email. Yeah, but you don't check it for work purposes i check it for any purpose whoever emails me i'm like okay great if it's spam i love unsubscribing (laughs) (laughs) or blocking them it's my guilty pleasure i love going through my emails (laughs) i check that more than facebook or instagram um yeah so anyways um it's just (laughs) stop checking your email or work stuff from bed i don't know what other work stuff you may have um try meditation or watching youtube instead when you first wake up i thought that was two different things i was like try youtube for what but instead of like waking up in the morning what what do you do in the morning like how do you what's the first thing you do when you wake up Girl, I don't remember. Um, I, I'm not gonna. Okay, that's what I do. I count on my hand how many hours I have until work. Really? Yeah. That's. Stressful. I'm pretty sure I do that every single morning. Well, because I'm like, well, do I have enough hours to like? That's like more on my. If I have my, like bottom, it's past. I would say it's a little bit on the. What's it like being you then? Because all I know is how to wake up and, like, I need to take my own advice, first of all. But um, when I wake up for work, I really just count on my hands how many hours I have until work. Because if I have two hours, I need to jump into getting ready and then worry about food later. Because I like to make sure that I'm presentable enough. Which, if I don't really, if I'm really hungry, if I wake up, like, super hungry, then I'll just wear a dress for the day. Because, you know, I throw those on and it's, like, a perfectly fine outfit. But, um, if I have three hours for work, I'll get up and I will take the dogs out, um, sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll push that on you. Or I'll make myself breakfast. I've, I've, ever since I started working overnights, my schedule's a little different, like, I'll wake up and have, like, at least three hours till I go to work. Which is really nice, so you it can get so stuff done. It is so nice. That's why I don't have to count of, like, how many more hours. What was that movie that you put on the other day where the... It was Smart House. Yeah. And the Smart House, like, woke everybody up at five o'clock in the morning and was, like, told them, like, told the dad that um, getting up at 5 a.m. reduces stress. 
It for does. The day. I mean, not that I get up at 5 a.m., but I get up three hours before I need to even like go which i'm sure like to a lot of people is 5 a.m but i was also looking online the other day and somebody said something about um like get up at 5 a.m it'll make your life worth it or it'll make your day worth it Mm -hmm. i really do think that's true i used to do that um when i was in high school i would get up really early i remember you i feel like you were manic though not from all every day but you would get up and ride your bike okay that was in elementary oh what was it in high school high school it was just like get up and run i wanted to get up early so i could like watch the news (laughs) 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 and eat my cereal and not feel rushed you are old (laughs) i don't think i've i I don't think i've ever actually met anybody that was truly like and i would come home and watch my ellen degeneres (laughs) eating my afternoon snack wait you weren't out at in high school no did your family know that I watched Ellen? Yeah. Yeah, Brittany knew it was a priority and I get the living room TV. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's how I think that's how your older sister knew you were gay. <laughs> One time I went to Las Vegas when I was in high school, it was right after I came out to my family. Um and there was a slot machine that had Ellen DeGeneres on the side of it. And I don't I've never watched Ellen. I barely knew who she was. And I had my mom take a picture of me with the slot, what the <laughs> with heck? the slot machine. And then this guy like was walking by, and I honestly I do think he was gay, but he like yelled at me. He was he was like really drunk, and his words were slurring. And he was like, "Why would you want to take a picture with her?" <laughs> and that's my best impression of a of a drunk gay man. <laughs> but um. I was in high school. I was a little cringy, and I cringe at myself whenever I think about this sometimes because sometimes I do lay awake at night and think about this. But my response to him was, because she's gay like me. Oh, my gosh. And he was gone. Like, he didn't even hear me. (laughs) Doesn't that make you cringe? Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. The thing that makes me cringe is, like, I still don't want to believe that Ellen is a bad person. Because she has had controversial stuff. I never happen. dove into that. I don't even know what happened. Good. Don't. She she made me laugh a lot in high school, and that's all we need to know. She made my, my days better by showing kids who run into mirrors at fun houses. <laughs> Is that your most loving memory? It was one of my favorite videos. I replayed it over and over. I used my little DVR thing to... Um, no, baby. Yeah. You are an old man. So, um, meditation. Can I just say, okay, meditation is used for lowering stress, connecting with your inner self, and improving focus and reducing brain chatter. Which I feel like you would really like. I feel like you I, have, I do like meditation. It's just uh, well, kind of yeah. hard for me to to like really do it. Whenever this, whenever mindful.org said brain chatter, I was like, Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... don't stop. Tell me about, like, a time... Like, your favorite time meditating. Because I feel like we've both done it enough to, like, have an experience. Um, I think my favorite time was when I was in Chicago. And even though it was technically yoga, but what happened is that 
It was, well, it was restorative yoga. So really, you could lay in any position you want. You can do stuff if you want. But it was like free-range yoga. And so <coughs> she had music playing, but it was like with no words, just like this instrumental type thing. And I just laid there and I thought about life and like I was letting it go like I was letting my thoughts go as if they were on a train in my brain and if like it was a very passing thought where it was just like a weird one like why am I laying like this is something under me like what if a murderer came in like and just stabbed us all like I let those thoughts get on the train and keep passing by and I just focused on like my breathing and like my my body and the gravity and it just made me more centered and more mindful of where I was at um and I think that was my favorite time I ever meditated <laughs> I felt like, like I got for you yeah and my mind was just like yes it was still going it never stopped and never has but it's just like it was peaceful and all all it did was like we played one song and then ever like after that once I came home back to Texas and stuff I created a playlist that has like seven or eight songs but they're only songs that would keep me like that I've only done like yoga to or meditation to so it doesn't get like I ain't got no Cardi B in there but it's All just hail. like yeah <laughs> like it, it doesn't have any memories to them it just has like the only memory is like meditating to them yeah so it just brings me straight to peace when I hear them and yeah yeah I think my favorite um time that I ever meditated and I'll try to keep this short because it I could talk about it forever but it was when I was in rehab and um I think out of the 47 days I was there I think I only meditated once Mm. or maybe I went into the room twice but I think like the first time it was like in the beginning of my visit there and it was like I was there for like the last 10 minutes and I was very confused about what people were doing because everybody like you could bring a blanket you could fall asleep if you wanted to it didn't like they didn't care they were just like here is a space to be mindful for a second and do what you want with it which was really nice but um the one time that I actually participated in it um I sat in the very back of the room I crossed my legs no, I was in a chair. I can't cross. I couldn't cross my legs at that point. Um, anyways, I <laughs> closed my eyes, leaned my head back, crossed my arms. It wasn't my legs. And I just focused in. And they were playing like a YouTube video or something. And mm-hmm. I swear, I have never been able to visualize anything that clearly in my head. Like, um, have you ever heard like the people? There are people in this world that can turn a cube in their head. Or when they close their eyes and think of something, they actually see an image. Yeah. I see black in my head. Like, I see nothing going on in my head. Um, So it was really, really weird for me whenever I meditated, closed my eyes, and I closed my eyes and meditated, and I could actually see a very vivid visual image. And it was like, I was 
like almost like a drone in my head and I was just sort of like swarming around this little space in my head there was a house it was a very very visual house like I vivid um Mm -hmm. I could see like the color of the of like the siding I could see like the fire coming out of the, the smoke coming out of the chimney I could see the land that it was on I could see the color like every individual blade of grass like everything was very vivid to me and I went for a walk through the house and um I have never been able to forget that it was just I could see everything happening in my head um very interesting and I would love to do it again just to revisit that place yeah um and I think that place was a place that I have been dreaming about since I was very young. And I think it's also really important or, like, something cool to note that, like, my my meditation experience, lots of the best ones happen at rehab. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny because rehabs are made by, like, professionals and who know the mind more than we know the mind. And the fact that that has been at every single rehab center I've been to, or even, like, a psych ward sometimes, we would have meditation. Like, I think it just shows how important that is. Yeah. So, um, here are some meditations that I wrote down that you could just try. Like, they're very simple, straightforward. Um... Sit still, focus, and follow your breathing for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never taken the time out of the two minutes out of my day to do it, but I know for a fact that it is that simple. Yeah. Um, listen to meditation YouTube videos. I wrote that one down. Didn't get that from anywhere. I did get all of these from headspace.com. Um, visualize, visual, vi- hello? Visualization, which is, my, I said, my favorite. Um, skillful compassion, focusing on someone you love. Um, restful slash resting awareness, which is, that's when you like lay down and you focus on different parts of your body. Um, which just, I, I know that there's a thing where like people will, as a, as a physical exercise, will tighten up parts of their body and then release it. It's like that, but in like a, a very, um, mental way. I think I've done a YouTube thing that you have told me to tighten my muscle, like tighten your your toes, like curl your toes as tight as you can. Yeah. And like the more you think about it, of course, it gets a little less and then you get reminded in your head like, okay, tighten it again, like whatever. And then you let it go. And then it just feels so nice. And you're you're so much more aware of your body and, like... Relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and lastly... Oh, no. Not lastly. Reflection. Focusing on feelings and response to questions. Which I wish I would have wrote more down about that. But I'm pretty sure that's just, like, sitting there and thinking, like, well, I did this. What can I do better? Like, really just sitting down with yourself and answering your own questions. I feel like I try to do that a lot, but on the go. And it just... You should probably a little, focus a little bit more on it. Then. It's, it's hard, but that's what constantly goes through my brain. Like, when there's conflict or something like that, I'm like, okay, what could I have done better? How did... What am I feeling right now? Like, I try to be a therapist to myself. Yeah, which I feel is fine, but also, like, maybe but you like, should I set a boundary do. to only do that at certain times. 
true because maybe that's making myself because that more keyword was on the go which i feel like could be stressful to you yeah so but i went I, i'm going over boundaries so no worries baby okay. um making good oh no that's something else okay that's all we have for meditations but what i know we're at 45 minutes um so another way to escape burnout is making good time out of your commute is it commute commute okay um listen to a good podcast i know a lot Mm -hmm. of people in the city they do walk to work and a good like background noise is a podcast so you could always just flip on my podcast or you could flip on like i love true crime i also love um i don't know how illegal it is is it illegal to name certain podcasts um no okay well i listen to um like we are good mythical morning fans mm-hmm. and um i've never listened to Rhett or Link's podcast but i know that their mythical chef josh has a podcast called um a hot dog is a sandwich and it's actually extremely interesting to listen to them talk about food there are a, there are a lot of good topics which i i recommend listening because they're not i like listening to things that are purely recreational because yeah you know so um transition into work mode i know you do that i love doing that like what i'll do is i make sure i get there at least 15 to 20 minutes early and have time to sit in the car like okay not 15 20 minutes early 15 20 minutes early before i'm early yeah to work um so I'll sit in the car and whether it's listening to music or seeing what my day looks like um, or just kind of just sitting there letting my thoughts go of like whatever is on my mind. Yeah. Um, I just need that time to like, you know how when you get home you have to wind down? Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm winding up in that time. Which is respectable. Yeah. So. And it makes sense. So, um, read the news before going to work. You used to do that. Read the news before you go to school. I used to listen to the radio 106.1. I'd listen to their talk show every morning and I'd sit in my car and be late into school. I loved waking up and knowing that 106.1 was there. Yeah. And that they were talking. And I would, I think I would wake up in the morning and I had like a, I had a radio in my bedroom. And I would turn it on every once in a while just to just to hear them. Plus my um I think it was like my grandpa every time he would come pick me up in the mornings and take me to school, like elementary school or middle school. Um he would have one oh six one on and we would just listen to it was so comforting. I still remember one of the people I don't know if it was one oh six point one or ninety seven point nine, but it was Ricky Smiley in the morning show. I don't think that was one oh six one. That doesn't sound familiar. Okay, and then me. it was nice, 7.9. I just remember know. Kelly in the mornings. Yeah. 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 Um, so, reading the news before going to work is... I wrote down that is really good to stimulate your thoughts and brain activity mm-hmm. before you're being thrown into the workplace. Which I feel like that could be very, very good. If you're, like, actually, like, reading up on the news or just checking, like... Even main- if it's just on Facebook. Yeah. That's where I get but half like, my news. Also, like, make that... a. Th- 
a root, a part of your routine where you're doing that when you get to work, like before you go in, because you don't want to stimulate your thoughts too early in the morning. Cause I Mm -hmm. feel like that could lead to a lot of stress also. Like if that's something you do the moment you get up and get out of bed, like that could be pretty difficult to, um, if you're making that a daily habit, um, which is probably why, like, in the movies, you always see men, like, checking the newspaper while they're reading breakfast. Yeah. Because it's not something you want to do as soon as you wake up, you know? You want to already be awake to hear about the shooting that happened in, like, fucking Indiana or wherever the yeah. fuck. I know I wouldn't want to... I don't want to hear about that, like, two minutes after I wake up. Yeah. Um. Oh, I wrote a whole thing about my burnout. Okay. It's too late to read that. It says, I'd even come home and be a straight-up bitch to Whitney. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. We all have our moments. Yeah, but I feel like I have mine for, like, three weeks straight. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. my moment. <laughs> um, okay. And I don't notice that you, it's a moment until, like, the last day. And I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> or like two days later, and I'm like, I started my period. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got an excused absence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so seven steps to avoid the burnout. If you haven't hit burnout, these are some really good steps to um, fold into your daily routine. Um, where did I put down routine? God damn it. Wasn't on the other one. Oh, yeah, it is over here. Okay. So. We'll do that later. Okay, so routine. I don't know why I wrote down devotion. Like, I mean. All hail. It could be affirmations and stuff. Yeah. Oh, devo- that's why I wrote devotion. Is because routine is something that you really have to put your foot down on. (laughs) Okay. Um, Sorry, we had to have a little break. I needed orange juice and we... I needed to take a dookie. (laughs) I was just going to say potty break, but okay. Oh. (sighs) Okay. Oh, well... Sorry, I forgot I was recording. I needed to check which, like, headphone it was coming more into. Which, by the way, it's totally going more into the right. Because um, I'm very far on... Wait. Did it make sense? I'd be on the left. Oh. Anyways. Okay. We were talking about devotion. Mm-hmm. All hail. Uh, all hail routine. Um... I, uh, you, it's something you really got to put a lot of effort into it because routine is so easy to get out of. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had, like, a really good routine and then one little thing happens and it comes in and fucks it all up and I just, I have to create a whole new routine because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go back to that routine. That was tiring. Yeah. Um... So, you really got to put your foot down with yourself. You really got to tell yourself, all right, we're sticking to this routine. We're going to we're gonna do this, and we're going to do it hard and good. You know? Yeah. Are you okay? 
Yeah, I was making sure my phone was on silent. Oh, okay. Um, planning ahead. Are you okay? Why do you keep asking that? Because I feel like you're not okay. I'm fine. Okay. Slash winging it. I don't know why I wrote that either. You know, my head was very, my brain was very into it when I was planning out this episode, but now I'm like (laughs) kind of brain dead. Um, Implementing routine is a great start, even if it's just getting out of a getting out of bed routine or simply getting into bed. That's cute. Um, Do you have a routine right now? Um, I mean, mine's very vague, but I get up, go to the bathroom, eat breakfast. Um, I, I always take my medicine on my way to work, like right when I get in the car to head there. Yeah. So then by the time my medicine will be kicked in, um, I make sure my lunch is made. Um, and I'll also, I, I'll, I'll, I'm it. I also think about like what I'm wearing the night when I go to sleep. Okay, that's, and that's good. like part of my routine, just to make sure I have the clean clothes and like it doesn't. I don't know. It, I, so I'm not stressing about it in the morning. Yeah. I mean, like, oh my gosh, where are those black pants? Like, I will mark in my head where my stuff is and what I need to do. Um, yeah. I think the only thing that I need to put in my routine, because this, and this might sound silly, but, um, like, it's in my routine, but it's not, like, set, is showering. Like, yes, I shower, but it's not, like, a routine thing. It's like, oh, shit, I smell. Let me go hop in. Yeah. And I need to put it in, like, every other day, or... And what time of the day am I going to do that? Like, it's most likely going to be at night before I go to work. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Showering is something that has always been very... I've had a routine with it. I've actually never thought about the fact that that's part of a routine. But um, I will take a shower. Like, of course, if I I notice I'm smelling bad. But um, I used to do it, like, every other day. And then when I started doing hair, it was like... Like, I feel like I can't get in the shower without brushing, without washing my hair. So now I'm yeah. like, maybe, I, I don't know. Because when you wet your hair down when it's a little greasy, it's like it, the whole thing becomes greasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really hard to work around. Anyways, um, I will do every other day or every third day. Just because I don't work out. I don't get stinky, like, overnight. And, like, like yeah. how I have... I've had an... We've been off for, like, a few days. Like, I know we both took a shower, like... I took one last time. Was it last night? Mm-hmm. We both... We, you took a shower, and then I took a shower right after you. So, like, my hair is tangly and ugly right now, but it's not dirty. So, therefore, I'm not going to take a shower in the morning. I'm just going to, like, fucking straighten it or something. Um. So, um... I wrote down some night and morning routines. And it just looks like so much. So for a night routine, I put down, put your phone on silent. 
or do not disturb. Plan out tomorrow's outfit. Set up a set up your Keurig for tomorrow, which I feel like I need to do that mm-hmm. because in the morning I'm like, man, that's so hard to it's it's, it's tough to put together your Keurig, especially for us because we have one outlet. Yeah, we have one and outlet in the whole kitchen that includes our microwave, air fryer, and our Keurig or and the milk foamer, and yeah. we don't even use a toaster anymore because of that. Um, so, also, like, play peaceful music to wind down. What were you doing a few weeks ago? A couple weeks ago? Oh, I was Mostly. playing lullabies. Yeah, you were. And, and I'd nice. wake up at, like, 3 a.m. and you're just like... Like, Mary Had a Little Lamb was playing. <laughs> well, it put me to sleep. <laughs> it did put you to sleep. And I was very thankful for that because you don't sleep easy. No. Um... So, I put night shower question mark because I know that not a lot of people are night showers. I'm not a night shower. I, I feel like, like showering at night. I feel like I can get the most out of my, like, time if I do morning showers. But also, that's the thing about me, like, and what we were talking about, putting it in our routine. Like, I feel like mine's very sporadic. Like... It's like, it could be any time of the day. I know that sometimes you're like, I'll just, I'll take a shower in the morning before I go to, like, when you were working a regular, like, day job, you'd be like, I will just take a shower in the morning. I'm like, she's not taking a shower in the morning. You don't take morning <laughs> I showers. I don't like morning showers. They, you won't. No, because I think it was also just because, like, in high school or when I was back in school, my mom would, she would always try to help me and be like, just take a shower. It'll wake you up. And I'm like, no, it won't. It won't, and I'll prove you wrong. Showers, and plus, it makes me not want to get out because it's so warm. Well, now we have a heater, which makes it worse. Well, it's easier to step out of the shower. It does make it easier to step out. Yeah, we found out that our um, our bathroom like it has four switches, which we've I know that two out of the four are light switches. there's one for the ceiling and one for the mirror and then there's two other switches which i remember testing them when we when we moved in and mm-hmm. i was like what the hell did this do, does this do because our restroom has no ventilation so we moved in in the summer and it was really hot in there and so i turned on the fan and i was like well what's it doing and then the other one was the vent but i just turned it on like a fucking couple weeks ago and i was like holy fucking shit it's a heater yeah. And it's been so nice to take a shower now. But I accidentally left it on the other day. I love leaving it on, though. Yeah, we, no, we left it on for like three days straight. It's one. on right now. Oh, okay. I turned it on when I went to use the bathroom. Well, um, <laughs> there was, what I forgot what happened or how it happened, but I walked into the restroom and I told you, I was like, Winnie, there's a leak. The toilet's leaking or something, but it was precipitation off of the, off of the ceiling falling and it created a huge puddle because we left the heater on. Mm. I don't know how that happened exactly because I don't understand science really, but, um, anyways, more oh skin and hair care and read a book play your switch and yeah and i want to say that me playing my switch is part of my routine but i just play my switch a lot i feel like it can be part of your wind down routine i think it is i think our wind down routine for a good minute there part of it was playing skip bow together yeah that was pretty fun but i get so frustrated because you win mm-hmm. and i don't understand i don't understand how because it's a fucking computer 
which gives us equal opportunity, and I you know still win. to play and when to play them, and when to not. Long story short, <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. I'm just a little dumb. No, I know how to play skip bow, but nobody I don't... said you didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my skin and hair care routine come immediately after I shower. Immediately, mine happens in the shower. You have no hair. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only hair care I do is shampoo. And I probably use way too much shampoo you than do. I need. I know. <laughs> Maybe while you're a little bald, you should only shampoo your hair once. No, because it shows when I'm greasy. Like right okay, now. Okay, well then use half the shampoo that you would typically use. It's dandruff season. I touch dandruff on the daily at work. This well, girl came I don't. in the other day, and she said she wanted me to scrub the shit out of her scalp. Oh. And. I was coming through her hair just to make sure it was detangled before I go shampoo it, right? And there were little flakes just flying everywhere. <laughs> and if I think if I were anybody else, I would be like, ooh, this is a little gross. But because I live with you... that That's a bitch move. No. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> really not that big of a deal. I don't think dead skin on the scalp is a big deal at all. Like, we literally... Just because it, you can see it a little bit more, that doesn't make it... Ooh. That doesn't make it, like, any different from, like, your... Oh, oh shit. Anyways, um, just because you can see, like, more flakes of it on the scalp, that doesn't make it, like, any more or less disgusting than, you know, your day-to-day, like, you know, ashy or... Yeah. Like, your foot's peeling because you were working really hard on your feet. I think it is because, like, you can see it. With dark hair. I don't think so. It's just, well, like, you, to me, it's just dandruff. To you, yeah. But not everyone's and I, a hair No, stylist. I feel like everybody should just... I mean, fuck it, it's dandruff. But yeah, everybody should. Just be like... It's part of the body. Or, life. like, not even think about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, morning routine. I am not a morning person. I have never been a morning person. I will never be a morning person. Actually, that's a lie. Sometimes I'm a morning person. When I'm a little manic. Yeah. But it's rare. Yeah. It's rare now since I'm I'm medicated. I don't know if I'm a morning person. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not not one, but, like, I don't mind the mornings. Mm. I mean, shit, I work overnight. Yeah, because your mornings, you just go the fuck to bed. But even when I wasn't working overnight, like, it's just, it depends on what time. Like, if I'm forced to be somewhere at 8 o'clock, no. Yeah, but if no. I can, if I can be there at, like, 11, I mean, and Which I, go I would work still, at 11 I would day. still wake up early. Yeah. But I wouldn't have that pressure of, I have to be somewhere right when I wake up. Yeah. So... <laughs> This is what I wrote down for morning routine. Open your eyes. No shit. <laughs> Where did I get this off of? It says... Oh, no. Um, morning routine. Open your eyes. Look... Why did I write that? Oh, look at your windows. I do Out that. or at them? At them. <laughs> Why? So you can see if it's morning. <laughs> I do that all the time. 
<laughs> I'm like, if it's dark outside, I'm not waking up right now. Wait, if so the sun looking, isn't completely up. You're looking out the window. I mean, technically at the window because our, we have our blinds and stuff. No, but like but our restroom like has that film on it. I'm not looking to see at, out the, at the sky. I'm looking to see how much light's coming in. Okay. I thought it was just like, just look at the window. Yeah, look at the window. Which is weird. No, it's not. It's weird, Jess. That's like, I'd be looking at counting how many little blinds we have and... Yeah, look at the window. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> no, like, I just think that it's a good little routine to, like, wake up, check the window, like... To make sure it's still working. <laughs> just make sure it's still there. <laughs> Turn on the lights, which I can do because most of the time you're asleep. But if you're single and you're just, tr- I feel like it's so much easier to have a routine if you're single. Oh, yeah. I think when I was living at my parents' house and we weren't living together yet, it was so much easier to have a routine. Mm hmm. Because it's all on your time. Like, if you want to be up at three o'clock in the morning and you want the lights on and do art, you do that shit. But if you're, like, with somebody, I can't just be in the room and yeah, I want to rearrange like, my clothes at 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. you would be like, what the hell are you doing? Go to bed. Yeah, or I would. Or go in the living room and shut the door. And I'd be like, oh, I have my clothes. I just, I feel like it's so hard to have a routine of your own. Which I'm like, does that make you codependent? No. Okay. Um, like it's because it's the same with roommates. And they were roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so drink some water. Um, I learned this from Take my your own advice. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I learned this from my surgeon that you were you were supposed to know. It's my nutritionist. Um, she says wake up and eat within the first thirty minutes of waking up. Because you've been fasting for eight hours, five hours, six, yeah. whatever. Um, so eat as soon as you, or drink some water as soon as you wake up. Put on your clothes. Go to the restroom. Wash up. Start your Keurig. Where the fuck did I write down food? Just say I think it. I skipped over it. But I feel like you need to eat food before you get ready. I feel like that's what I do. I don't when get I ready until it is time for me to get ready. Yeah. And, like, I'm about to leave. Like, it's, like, the 30 minutes before I'm about to leave, I'll get dressed. That's because you're masculine. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> yeah, but you could do your makeup and stuff and then go get dressed, which that's what you do. Well, maybe. Sometimes. I don't know. Um, so, go to the restroom, wash up. Open your curtains. Why did I put open your cur- Oh, yeah. Open your curtains after you wash up. I think this is the routine I want. Anyways, um, I did do some research, and this is from DeltaDental.com. Do not brush your teeth after eating. It weakens your enamel. Instead, swish with water or wait 30 minutes. So don't brush your teeth after you eat. Brush your teeth before you eat period um let out the dogs check your schedule then i can check my schedule not checking my schedule as soon as i wake up um music check your social media um 
fill up your water bottle, water the animals, get dressed, feed the animals, do hair, just kind of like getting all that Mm -hmm. stuff in. That's a pretty good routine, that sounds like. I feel like every... Ooh, have you ever noticed how, like, when you're closing somewhere, like, at a job, um, they will... Uh, closers always have, like, ten more things to do. Ten yeah. times more things to do than openers. I feel like opening people... Like, not opening. Like, morning routines, they have way more to do than night routines. Would you disagree? Yeah. Yeah. I There's so much you have to prepare shift. for. You said morning routine? Yeah, like at home. I don't know. Okay, I think you're I'm, over it. No, I'm brain dead right now. Um, Which is fine. The only thing I didn't go over was seven steps to avoid burnout. Um, And that's fine, you know? We don't have to keep going. We're an hour and stop whenever. Okay. Well, thank you. Off. (laughs) You know what? Fine. Fuck this. I don't want to do it anyway. Okay. Anyways, um, thanks for joining me again for my second episode. I was so excited. I've been kind of bitching and moaning about making this episode for a while. Um, Like, I'll talk about it and then I won't do anything. Yeah. Well, because I have to catch you in the mood because I want you Yeah, there. but then I'll be like, all right, you ready to do it? You know what? You did ask me that yeah, one time. Yeah, and you're like, mm, no. Okay. And I am sorry for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thank you again for listening to my podcast. Um, I will try to be back in two weeks with another episode over I don't know what. I think I have some ideas, but I don't know if I really want to do that ideas or if I want to make something else. But, you know, to all the homies that know me, (laughs) to all the homies that know me, if you know me, then reach out to me and tell me what you think I should do next, because I'm always looking for something else to talk about. Do you have anything else to add? Thanks for listening. I love you. I love you, Not you. Oh. (laughs) Bye.